Welcome, benvenuti, to the last of this series, Series 2, Episode 4 of Let Food Be Thy Medicine, Healing with Food and Cultural Memory. In this Episode 4, I would like to introduce to you the migrant story. And in this migrant story, I would like to talk about what the migrant gives to the country the country gives back to the migrant. In this episode four, so it's a, a very dear to my heart, this story, and doing just a little bit of feedback and, and um, research, finding a little bit more about how migrants uh, settle into new countries. And my own families have done that and finding a a little bit more about my own family. I found that both my great-grandfathers migrated into America in the early, um, I think it was the the late 1800s they migrated and stayed for a little bit. Um, There's a long story, but I don't want to go into two depths of it, but I just want to say that I come from a lineage of people migrating. Unfortunately, um, a lot of countries are very rich in the land, but the economic uh, is not, the economy is not good for the people. And so there is a, there's lack when there's not abundance of the economy and working through that country it makes it hard. So my parents and grandparents all migrated in the early um, 50s to Australia because Australia was calling people at that time to come and there was bountiful of work and money and if you wanted to work hard then um, you could make it here in Australia. So they stayed in Sicily and Sicily was not able to give uh, our family a future at that time. They only had enough for the day and even in that they were struggling for the day. So it would have been very hard because at that time there was a people were having a lot of children. My mother comes from eight siblings, my father was from five. Um, and my grandmother had lost a lot of children, my father's mother as well. So it was war-torn era, poverty-stricken. Um, but yet they, they, come to, they, they came from wealth. The war had taken so much from the country and its people. So it was a reflection of what was happening to the country. And Australia was still very young and rich. And it was able to give my parents and my grandparents and myself and my children and my children's children a way of life, a future that Sicily couldn't give. So I look at myself as I have two mothers. My biological mother is Sicily and my adopted mother is Australia. And I love both. Each one of them represent to me um, uh, a side of myself, uh, 
a double-edged coin and I feel very rich in having the two cultures in my life. So I do want to speak to you a little bit about migrants. They leave their country because it no longer serves them. Uh, it doesn't have, seem to have a future necessity. People leave it for necessity for work. It's not fruitful. They don't have a vision. They can't see a future for themselves or for generations to come. It is a sacrifice, a sacrifice to the people that are leaving the country to go into another country. My grandfather was 59 years old when he came here, already had lived a life and yet closed book and opened up a new chapter. Even with the mindsets of an old Sicilian, he still was able to adapt to a new world, a new era and make a life for his children and their children and their children's children. So it's a pretty much of a blessing living in Australia. I found um, as I grew there was a lot of challenges being a child of migrant but okay so what now I can hear some voices going, what does this have to do with let food be thy medicine? Well, let me just finish what I want to say and then I'll, and I'll, I'll explain to you a little bit about that. So slowly generations, I found that through the generations, the culture uh, dies. It um, gets watered down. It fades. But... In every generation, there is a DNA, which is an amazing part of the body. And in that DNA, there is always one or two that the culture is represented in a different shape. A shape where there's a passion in that child that has that. You know, like I've got... uh, I've been called like the memory keeper of the family. But not everybody wants to, you know. Everyone else is happy with their life. But to me, maybe because I've opened up a world of it's important, what family heritage is so important and culture is so important in my life. So it is opened up a window and in that window, the DNA has become stronger like a muscle. And you see the fragments of the generations in Uh, a specific child that's got that passion for your culture. Now, keeping that culture alive is through traditions, food, and also mannerisms. It's funny, but mannerisms can be. A certain one can say, you do exactly like Nonno used to do. You know, he would do this when we ate, or this is what Nonno would do. Oh, you know, and people would look at me and say, oh, you look like Serena as you're getting older, my mother. So it's just the family mannerisms and traits. So there's a lot of things I really want to talk about and and there's so many things that I've written down and I don't want to jam-pack too much because I don't want to give you too much information in this episode. But... A country is a large place for a community. 
and family. Choosing to live in the country is also important for our well-being and our mental state. When you choose a country, and I tell you, my parents got the luck of the draw, like many migrants have with Australia. It could have gone worse than they could have had to go. And there's a lot of people that did go back because they didn't like it. They couldn't adapt to the lifestyle, the, the, the people, the environment. Because I don't want to say it, but Australia was very harsh in the early 50s. And it probably was harsher in the early 1900s. It was a tough country. And you had to stick your stick your stake in the ground and own it and you had to fight for it I remember being at school and to fight for who I was oh different different touch of bullying today but I had to fight for who I was I had to fight for my lunch had to fight for my way of being I didn't look like everybody else you know that I had to fight my way but in fighting for my way that made me the person and shaped me the person I am today. So mental state, a country, if it's able to give you the things, the dreams, we'll go to the dreams and go back to the men, to the dreams that you had before you get to that country, if it's able to give you that, then it's a great country. And we have a great country in Australia. Dreams are the thought, the birthplace of thought. They are the birthplace of thought. Think about that. Dreams are the birthplace of thought. And when you make thought and you think about it, it's a thought. Then when you give that thought, and you give into that thought and you think about that thought, then you give life into your dream. I'm going to say it again. When you think of that thought, of that dream, and you give thought to that dream, then you give life to that dream. The dreamer brings a message. And in this case with migrants, they brought traditions that are thousands of years old. The dream for their future and they made it a reality. Think about that. They dreamt for a future for themselves, for their children and their children's children and they made it a reality. Uh, In saying that, I'm reminded about a story where in the Bible where God tells Abraham to pick up all his belongings and move to another place. And Abraham was very, very wealthy. Um, We're called the children of Abraham because he had so much faith in God. We, I remember growing up and learning a lot about Abraham and he moved into another place flocks and people uh, think about I've been listening to the book of uh, 
Exodus where Moses takes his people out of bondage, out of Egypt. There was over three million Jews. They were all the descendants of Joseph that lived in Egypt. What a vision. You know, you could get stuck. Some people can get stuck into a country or into a land and say, that's what I want, I'm going to stay there and die. But yet you need the dreamer to have the vision because then the vision becomes a reality. Traditions are like commandments. They're passed down as tools that have worked for the good of the family and the community. And in that, the migrant, whether the migrant comes with a suitcase or whether he comes with the clothes on his back, I look at my family and many other migrants. They brought values and principles in that suitcase and with that shirt on their back to create a rich country that we live in today. The richness of what a culture brings into the country and the community is up to the migrant if they're willing to give. So remember I said at the start, What the migrant gives to the country, the country gives back to the migrant. So if you bring a richness of culture, the country will give you back that richness. The rituals rituals last long after the people have passed. Let's say that again. The rituals last long after the people have passed. It is like a stake. You know... Sometimes you do something and you think, well, I'm doing it, but I don't know why I'm doing it. My mother did it. My father did it. That's like a ritual. And it lasts long. So that is part of let food be thy medicine. Food has rituals with the recipes, with the culture that it brings with the family that have brought that in. It is something that we can all learn from, what a culture can give to a community and to a country. That is cultural memory at its best. Finally, I want to leave you just this that I thought about and that it is so important for me to share with you. Culture is the marrow of the bones, in the bones, for the country, bringing life into the country. Culture is the marrow in the bones for the country. It brings life into it. Our culture, anyone that comes in who is a migrant and brings their culture into the country, brings life into it. It's a choice you make to bring life into the country, giving the best of your culture and your heritage into the country. And sharing it across your table is the well-being for everyone always doing it with a right heart attitude which is so important for people and for what you bring 
and what you give is very important. Without that, we will not have a bright future. So it's important that we listen to the migrant story because the migrant story is our story. Every one of us are children of migrants in one shape or form. So remember, mangia bene, ridi spesso and ama molto. Eat well, laugh often and love much. Until the next time we meet, have an amazing life. Bye.